exists. Dating today is tough. We, we've kind of thrown out, you know, God's view of what relationships are and yeah. what their purpose is and really what the purpose of dating is. Yeah. We've turned it into this kind of hookup culture yeah. that is surrounded by instant gratification and tender notification. Having a good marriage takes intentionality. And so there's prep work that needs to be done. And then there's continuous work that you're going to continue to do. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are blended kingdom families and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF podcast. We are excited that you're here with us today. If you haven't already, take a chance. Take a chance? Take a chance. It could be a chance, but like, share, comment, leave us a review. Um, we would love to hear from you. Yes. So uh, we always wanted to, and we're going to be doing some Q&A questions yeah. in some episodes coming up. So we're excited about that. But today yes. we're going to be talking about pre-marriage yes. and dating. 10 years since I asked you on our, well, been more than 10 since I asked you on our first date. Yes. So let's relive that just for a second. So technically uh, 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. So our first three dates happened within like 12 hours of each other. Yes. So I was visiting from California. Yep. We met, um, kind of long story short, but I asked you on a date. We went to lunch our first date yes. to this really cool cafe. It was, it was cool. Yeah. And then that night we went to dinner and then the next morning she was like, uh, you got to go to church with me mm -hmm. <laughs> and meet my family. I yes. met your family like the third date. Yeah. Kind No, you met my grandpa. Grandpa. You met my grandpa. Got yeah. it. That was a lot for a first couple of dates. For first couple of dates. Yeah. yeah. But it, you know what? The, the whole dating process, and we recognize is there are a lot of our audience are single parents. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at dating. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I wouldn't want to go date today. No. 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 no when no. you go, like, we, we've talked about this. Like, yeah. when when each of us goes to be with Jesus, it's not happening. I'm going to yeah. be the the old lady that loves on our grandkids yeah. and has five golden retrievers, and that's it. Yeah, because dating today is tough because, you know, I, I think it, you skip a lot and you try to get somewhere really before relationships are designed or the, yeah. before they form. Yeah. We, we've kind of thrown out, you know, God's view of what relationships are and yeah. maybe what their purpose is and really what the purpose of dating yeah. is. Um, we've, we've turned it into this kind of hookup culture yeah. that is surrounded by instant gratification and tender notifications. Yeah. And, um, Ooh, I like how you said that instant gratification and tender notifications. Ooh. But that's the truth. Yeah. It's tough. No, um, yeah, it is. So we want to just, first of all, we hope this is encourages you <laughs> yes. that, you know, God has a design for it. He has a purpose in your singlehood. He has a spouse created for you. Uh -huh. um, but we also want to stretch intentionality yeah. about your preparation. And then if you are yeah. dating or, or engaged, we want to give you some really helpful advice about how to move in a healthy way towards marriage yeah so well and i think it all starts off with god's design for yes. relationships and that's where um we're seeking his guidance and following his principles in dating and in premarital relationships so uh our good friend pastor jimmy evan says when you do marriage god's way you have a 100 mm -hmm. chance of of success and mm -hmm. so you know, we've taught this, we speak about it a lot, but about the priorities of your marriage. Well, even outside of marriage, whenever you're dating or it's pre-marriage, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of want those priorities to be the same and it's God first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I would say if you're dating, 
you know, it would be, you know, family considerations of your relationship, yeah, considerations yeah. of your relationship, you know, and family, um, you know, in, in that same category. Um, yeah. so, but we, you know, we definitely want to be seeking his wisdom and mm. what the Bible says about marriage. Um, so that mm. we, when we walk into that season of marriage, mm-hmm. we are walking into it, um, with a pure heart, um, with pure intentions and that we're set up for success. Marriage it, it takes work. Mm-hmm. It, having a good marriage takes intentionality. And so there's prep work that needs to be done. And then there's continuous work that you're going to continue to do um, as you get further along in your marriage. But, mm-hmm. you know, as you're dating as well, you know, there, there's mm-hmm. a lot of steps that you can take to make it as successful as possible. Well, uh, a good friend of mine told me this once, and it's always, he told me this when I was young and uh, I say young in my twenties yeah. and it always kind of stuck with me is people always approach dating and they say, this is what I want and this is what I'm looking for. And this is, you know, six foot tall and da, da, da. Yeah. And they told me, they said, listen, you're thinking about this the wrong way. What you need to do is envision the person that you want, envision all the qualities they want that you want in that person, everything about them and focus on the person that they would want to marry. Mm, focus on the good. person that they would choose. And if you focus your attention on becoming and growing into that, that's going to mirror, uh, you know, and attract the right type of person for you. Yeah. Um, so many times we try to be something we're not yeah. and something unhealthy in hopes of attracting somebody. And it really attracts in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you become two unhealthy people trying to get a healthy relationship yeah. um, versus just seeking out God's will, seeking a relationship with him, mm-hmm. trying to be as healthy as you can. If you're in a, if you're a single parent, trying to be the best parent you can be, trying to be the best co-parent you can be, yes. designing healthy things so yeah. that when a relationship does come into the mix, that you are in a healthy place. Well, and I think the purpose of dating, you know, it's the purpose of dating and the idea of dating is with the attention, the intention of finding a life partner, finding a spouse and building a Christ-centered relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that at, I think at the heart of dating is and and, and where you want to go from that is where you want to go. Because if you're just dating to date or like mm. you said, the the Tinder notifications and yeah. I can't remember that was a cool slogan you said earlier, but, um, instant gratification and tender tender notifications, notifications. man, like you are not setting yourself up for for success. So understanding first that the purpose of dating is the intention of finding your life partner and building a Christ centered relationship. Well, and the other side of that is if you're not doing that, all you're doing is really damaging your own heart. Mm -hmm. And even if somebody good, right does come along Mm -hmm. they may look at that and go you know what i don't i don't i can't we're not in the right space yeah so it's like building a healthy body it's building a healthy heart building a healthy mind of expectations and really doing dating in a way Mm -hmm. that god designed yeah um in the way that is healthy Mm -hmm. so yeah i love that and there there are um we talked about biblical standards and kind of what that looks like and values so i'm going to ask you you know what values do you find most attractive mm-hmm. and what are you looking for in terms of values kind of i would say in some cases kind of let the superficial stuff kind of to the side yeah um i know we've been married for 10 years and and i think one of the things that that i would say is 100 percent true is even the things that we maybe thought were really important at first mm-hmm. have kind of faded and other things have replaced their importance yeah so just because they're you know six foot and chiseled abs, um, you know, over 10 years, you know, 
bodies change, personalities change. I know we have changed a lot in 10 yeah. years. Mm -hmm. uh, who we were when we started dating is nowhere near where we are today. Yeah. Uh, and the things that we value in each other are nowhere near where they started. Yeah. So, um, and then being a blended family, yeah. everything changes as well because the yeah. kids change. We added more kids to our mix, the dynamics. So the values that you want in a spouse have got to be the forefront. Yeah. And they've got, they can't be um, negotiable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people do. They negotiate. I do. And, and I do think that, you know, um, because I, I, I remember praying for you. Like I remember being in my single season and then I remember being in our dating season. Mm -hmm. And there were things that I prayed for in my spouse um, that I prayed for in Scott, you know, and I didn't see every single one of those whenever mm -hmm. we were dating um, in, in pre-marriage. But you did develop into those. And mm -hmm. so I think there's, you know, there's a fine line of, um, of like what are, uh, what you're willing, like you said, to negotiate or not, mm -hmm. you know, I, what was the and most important to me is that you love the Lord with all your mm -hmm. heart and with all your soul. Um, mm -hmm. I loved how you loved people mm -hmm. and, uh, I loved how you loved your family and you actually were taking care of your mother mm -hmm. and father when we met. And for me, that was huge. I was like, mm -hmm. wow, like he is a family man. He cares about his family. Like that was something near and dear to your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there were some things as far as, um, just, just stabil stability wise, mm -hmm. you had never been married before. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, from my past, you know, there was some unfinancial instability yeah. and it was important that, um, that was something that you were, mm -hmm. uh, strong in or that you were mm -hmm. grounded in and that you were healthy in, so to mm -hmm. speak. Um, there were some little things that I was like, okay, he, these are the things that like, you know, I've prayed for in a spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it took us a while to pray mm -hmm. together, even yeah. though you loved the Lord. And yeah. that was one of the things that I wanted, um, mm -hmm. in a spouse when it came to praying together, that wasn't something you were super comfortable with at yeah. first. Um, but it wasn't something that I was like, you know what, I'm not going to marry him because he won't, or, you know, isn't comfortable praying with me now. That is something that we have developed over the years and mm -hmm. we've developed that. So I think we can, we can have our non-negotiables, but we can also have the things that, that we can, you know, help our spouse grow, our future spouse mm. grow in it as well. And having those conversations, you know, we talked about that as well. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the, the, uh, that's the spur that, that starts building that relationship, communication, healthy communication. Well, and it's like going back to the praying thing, yeah. you're saying communication. That was something I communicated to you from the beginning in our mm. dating season. So I think that that's important when you can communicate, Hey, mm. this is what I've been praying for in a spouse. This is what mm. I desire in a spouse. Um, you knew that I desired to have a mm. husband that prayed mm -hmm. with me, um, and I remember we had very open conversations. You're like, hey, like I'm not used to doing that, but yeah. we'll try it. And, yeah. you know, it it took a while to foster. So I love that you said the communication because in that dating process, mm. you can discuss what those values are. You can discuss, you know, the things that you have prayed for mm. over your spouse, um, you know, and those commonalities. Well, and, and again, you know, two fruits may not look exactly alike, but they're both fruits. So Vanessa and I both love the Lord. We, we had different backgrounds sure. growing up. I remember one of the most, the, one of the more uncomfortable things that we experienced was kind of interesting is the church that we picked when we first started going to church together. Yeah. I was raised in a very conservative, you know, turn to, uh, turn to him, uh, 128B and yeah. we sing acapella. You were, yeah. you were raised in a, a much more, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, radical, uh, radical 
it, it, today it's a lot more fun. I actually prefer <laughs> it today. But I remember when we first started going to church, um, uh, it was it was different. Vanessa had her hands raised, and I had my hands in my pockets, which sometimes even I still do today. Um, but that was just about us getting comfortable with who yeah. we are. Um, yeah. But I think it was important that we had those communication. We had communication about it. We were open about it. We understood the values that we wanted. Those values may not have looked exactly what we thought they were going to look like, yeah. but the but the core was there. Yeah. And I remember, you know, in us dating, you know, I remember, you know, meeting you and and knowing that you had a son and seeing how hard a worker you were. And I was just like, golly, this woman's working like three jobs. Just, I mean, just making it work. Um, mm-hmm. And the way you loved your son. And it was just... There were there was a stability there that I that I desperately found so attractive uh, that I wanted and and I felt you know now looking back ten years I know how God prepared me to step into a step parent role yeah. I knew that I didn't know it at the time but yeah. He had laid it on my heart to be a stepdad many many years before He probably mm-hmm. we even met yeah. so I knew that was these were all the things that we wanted it didn't look exactly the same but we knew where we were going we had the core values yeah um and then we started you know uh counseling yeah you know very quickly and i am a marriage counselor have been for 17 years i do tons of pre-marriage counseling i love it it's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite things to do but every time we have a couple that comes in and they're like we love each other and i do an assessment with them like hey but you're so different yeah (laughs) uh and you got issues and you've got weaknesses so let's work through those but i love working through those together Mm -hmm. and then at the end of that process and that's why we're such a proponent of premarital counseling yeah well and i think you know you guys i know we sat here and we just talked about like having your non-negotiables what i want us to be careful of too is you know don't get it so fixed in your mind that this person Mm -hmm. has to check this box this but this box this box and this box Mm -hmm. um be discerning and be prayerful about those things like yes there are qualities and things that we desire in our future spouse but we also Mm want to leave room for the holy spirit to move and say you know what like apples and oranges i mean yes mm. we are the we are fruit but we are completely night and day you like my and fruit thing <laughs> i did i like the fruit we are we are scott and i are so completely different and yeah. at the core we had the same values and there were things that i had prayed about and wanted but he did not meet every box and again that was something that we developed over time but as mm. um you know, I sought wise counsel and I spoke with my parents about this. And the more Mm. that I prayed about it and the longer that we dated and Mm. the open communication that we had and the more that we talked Mm. about things, um, you know, I knew that, uh, that we could work through certain certain things. And I knew Mm. that we were going to get to, um, get to experience some of those things that, that we had desired, both desired. Well, the foundation was the same. Yeah. The foundation didn't change and it was exactly the same. We, we both loved God. We both knew we wanted a godly marriage. Now, where the sticks went up and the house started being built and has it started being... Re- of course, over 10 years, we've changed a lot. Yeah. But the core of it has stayed the same. We're both yes. very committed. We're both very in love with, with Jesus and each other. And it was just a matter of going, okay, how are we going to ebb and flow? What is this going to look like? Yeah. And not only through our dating... Um, but as we got married, and then mm-hmm. when we got married, we had kids boop, 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 right after. Yeah. I mean, three kids in three years. Um, so it's taken a lot of, uh, of, of a lot of patience yeah. and a lot of seeking right counsel and a lot of counseling yeah. um, and a lot of just forgiveness and mm-hmm. a lot of just, in some cases, just being just completely bullheaded. Yeah. Just saying, hey, we're going to get through this. We're going to drive through this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think if you're in that, if you're in that dating season or that pre-marriage season, you guys, um, 
it's good to just start having conversations, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that open communication. What do you each desire in a spouse? What do you each desire in a, mar a marriage? What do you desire your intimacy to look like, mm -hmm. your finances to look like? These are all um, things that are important to talk about. And it's so good when you can talk about it at the forefront and start setting, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily goals, but start start vi envisioning and and casting that vision together of what these areas of your life are going to look like as it encompasses your marriage and blended family as a whole. Hmm. I'm going to end with this. And, and, and I, I want to be one of the things that just occurred to me as I just replay in counseling sessions. The one thing that lacks the most that I see that, that God wants in your dating and he wants in your marriage is complete boldness, hmm. like utter disregard for, what maybe the norm is <clears throat> or what you've been, even maybe what you've been taught before. Yeah. If you want a Christ-centered marriage, go for it. Go tell your spouse, this is what I want because this is what works. And this is what's yeah. going to be the foundation of our marriage. Boldly step into that. Men, boldly step into your role. Women, boldly embrace your role. Mm -hmm. um, there's too much willy-nilly that goes on and too much, well, we'll see what happens. Well, let me tell you what happens. It doesn't work, period. If you don't do it this way, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So I, I just want to encourage boldness in your dating, boldness in your marriage preparation, um, and boldness as you both pursue Jesus and a godly marriage at the same time. No, so good. So guys, thanks for being with us today. We hope you enjoyed this. If you are in that stage, we yes. want to encourage you. We want to just love on you and encourage you. We want to hear from you. So you yes. can always send us an email at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yes. We'd be happy to get back with you. Until then, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.